Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Glorify God with the word of our testimony. So I'd like us to just give a big round of applause as Brother Mzamo comes up to share his testimony. Continue clapping those hands as he comes up. Um, hi, my name is Mzamo, and I am from this branch, Christ Our Hope Cathedral. And today my testimony is about second chances. So, a couple of months ago, before I even became a member here at LHI, I had a terrible dream, and in my dream, I was shot in the head and I died. And uh, I, was, I ascended into a place, a place where I could feel God's presence, but I could not see him. And I asked him, I said, God, may I please enter your kingdom? And he said no, and he directed me to a different door. So, that door, I assume, is probably the door all the way to hell, you know? And waking up from that dream, terrified, I reached out to a friend who connected me with Joel, and God bless her. And uh, sooner or later, through the wise counsel of Rifty, I was told that, no, this dream of yours, it's not that you're going to die in the next week or two weeks or later on in the year, but rather, your born-again transformation was not complete because I was not baptized. And the first time I came to this church, I got baptized on the very same day. And that very same day, I became a member here at Loyalty House International. And I uh, just want to encourage everyone, if you're not baptized, get baptized. Um, if you're already baptized, to become a stronger Christian, come to church, do God's work, and really commit yourself to a church and become in a church that is a Bible-believing church. Really do God's work, and you'll be surprised at the transformation that you can have in your life. Thank you. Wow. Continue clapping those hands as we welcome Sister Madeline to come and minister to God in song. I had to meet you here today. There's just so many things to say. I really need to set things right. Speak the 
Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be here? Wow. Well, I want to welcome you into a very good month. You didn't hear me. I said I want to welcome you into a very good month. Today marks the beginning of your movement forward. Today marks the beginning of your advancement. Anything that prevents you from going forward shall go backwards. Anything that prevents you from going up shall go down. This is your month of victory. If you believe it, shout amen. Tell your neighbor, things are getting better. Things are getting better. I said things are getting better. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Go around, give somebody a high five. Tell the person things are getting better. Things are getting better. Things are getting better. For the Lord is on his throne. Things are getting better. I get 
better. You are getting better. For the Lord is on the throne. You are getting better. You are getting better. You are getting better. Now encourage your pastor. Tell your pastor you are getting better. You are getting better. Yeah. For the Lord is on the throne. You are getting better. You are getting better. Now everybody we are getting better. wait for what is coming up. I just got a message from Deb and the whole church is full. dancing. So I told Lungani, I told Spa, I said, get the whole church and let's go to Debai. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. Look, all our churches will be full. Yeah. I, I feel, I was here Tuesday, I said this Sunday will cross 100. I told you. Yeah, I feel it in my spirit. The time for growth has come. Get ready for growth. A time is coming when we call you for Sunday service. If you don't come early, you will sit outside. And that time is within striking distance. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let us pray. Lift your hands and let us pray. Pray to the Lord. Ask him to speak to you. 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 Masoka Badosi Kabaya. Kimola Skimala. Shatoli Pakosaka Ilaba. Prandolobo, Prandolobo, Prandolobo. Prandalababa. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you. 
Because of who you are Because of who you are I give you glory Because of who you are I give you praise Because of who You are my Prince of Peace, my Prince of Peace, Lord, I worship you because of who you are, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, my provider, Jehovah Nisi. Lift your hands to Jesus, my provider. Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shammah, my Prince of Peace. Lord, I worship you. Let it get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Raise more people to help with the work. Let ordinary people help with the work of the ministry. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. The bigger your amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Somebody has just shouted an amen and it has pushed you into a blessing. Yeah. Well, lift up your Bible. Let's sing our Bible song. And then we will receive the word of God. I have a wonderful treasure. The key. Lift up your stand up, lift up your Bible, please. 
we will travel together. My Bible and I. Pastors, teach your church members song. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible. For the last time, I got a wonderful treasure. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of Without measure, we will travel together. My Bible and I say, This is my Bible. I believe what it says. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught from this Bible. And my life will not be the same again. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. How many of you are excited already? I'm excited already. Yeah. Well, this morning I bring you greetings from our pastor and bishop, Bishop Larry Odonko. spoke to him this this dawn um, he sends his love to all of you um, I'm sure in less than a month he'll be here amen I also want to take the opportunity to announce to you that on the 31st of this month the 1st and the 2nd of September we have ministering here prophet Kakrabedin! Yeah. Prophet Kakrabedin is here on the 31st, the 1st and the 2nd alongside Bishop Larry Odonko and we are going to have a fantastic time in this place. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Also, your favorite pastor, Lady Pastor Della, sends her regards to all of you. Amen. Wonderful. Well, for a very short time, I want to share with you the word of God. And my prayer is that we will all come along. Tell your neighbor, come along. All right. Who are, who are, who are supposed to be sitting by you? Your beloved and who? Are they empty? Leah, prudent, sit there so that gives color to my eyes. So, Ashes, you can send two more here quickly. All right. B. Is B sitting there? Because I can't see her. Please, there's also an empty seat here. Um, if I can have somebody sit there. Very happy. Come sit there, it's free. Even the closer you are to the top, the better, because you work here. Throw the baby away. Babies don't die by being thrown away. Just I'm just kidding, okay. <laughs> I'm getting I'm I'm getting I'm warming up. Just just relax. Okay. 
which other seeds? All right, let's do this thing. Good. Well, this morning, for a short time, I've come to encourage us. I believe that God is building his church. The, the song that Madeline sang. Well, I want to appreciate flow. They, they were too fantastic. They were too fantastic. You know? And I was telling the guys that, you know, you see there were some Christians, then there were some three demons. Did you see them? I mean, look, the demon that was on the right. I mean, she was very demonic, I tell you. Very. I mean, very. That, that de- I don't know if you saw them. There were three demons. One was here, one was in the center, and one was here. The one who was here, she was extremely demonic, I tell you. Very possessed, I tell you. Look, may God deliver you from this type of extra possessed demon. But the demon who was this way, she was not expressive in her nature, but she's a killer. I mean, killer demon. I mean, she slew the Christian girl and she put her leg. It's like the way David killed Goliath and put her leg like that. If you go on WhatsApp, that's my DP right now. It's like, killer demon, I tell you. May God deliver you from all demons. Yeah. This dawn, I was awake. I mean, I'm awake at very rare times. So I was awake before I slept. Hey, Pastor, what were you doing awake? I was cooking. Yeah, I was cooking. And when I finished cooking, I went to just lie on my bed. Then I received a message from one of the people in the church. So after I responded, I said, why are you awake at this time? And the person said to me, I heard the scream. And I woke up, but to my surprise, I woke up to complete silence. Then I said, you are covered by the blood of Jesus. You know, there are demons that move in the night. But God is dispatching superior and strong angels to war on your behalf. Bible says there was war in heaven. Satan and his angels fought against them. Fought. And Michael and his angels fought against them. Anytime a demon is sent, if you are in the Lord, God sends an angel. May God send a big angel to fight for you. Hallelujah. So you will not be attacked by these demons. Also, um, the guy's testimony. The guy's testimony um, about dying and going to heaven and he was being sent to hell. Why? Because he had not been baptized. It's a very serious testimony that all of us must not joke with. If you are here, you have not been baptized. You need to be baptized. Don't take it for granted. Hallelujah. So I came, I lifted my hand to be born again. It's not enough. The born again, getting born again is a process. It's believing, receiving the word, believing and being baptized. Hallelujah. So make sure that you are baptized. 
Amen. How many of you have not been baptized? When I say baptism by, stand up if you have not been baptized. I just send you help now, now, now. You have not been baptized. Stand up so they can see you. If you have not been baptized, it is our fault, not your fault. So stand up so that they can see you. All right? Can you see them? My baptism specialists, can you see them? All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Those of you over there, okay, and counting. All right. Um, immediate, remind me, as soon as I finish preaching, I will call you to come to me. And we'll, we'll do this thing now. All right. Pastor, my makeup will we'll buy you another makeup. Okay, don't worry. Makeup, yes. Makeup is the least of your problems. Okay. Yeah, we'll make a plan today, immediately after the service. God bless you. You may be seated. Wonderful. Put your hands so that, together so that I can refresh my thinking. Turn your Bibles with me to 2 Kings chapter number 7. I'm reading from verse number 1. The Bible says, Then said Elisha, Hear ye the word of the Lord. For thus saith the Lord, it shall come to pass, or thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a measure of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a Lord, on whose arm the king rested upon, or leaned upon, answered the man of God and said, If the Lord shall open the windows of heaven, Shall such a thing be? And he said unto him, Behold, thou shalt see it with your eyes, but thou shalt not eat of it thereof. Now, before we even go on, there was a famine in the land at that time, and people were dying of hunger. And the prophet prophesied and said, There will be a miracle, a 24-hour miracle. You are getting a 24-hour miracle. There will be a miraculous turnaround within 24 hours. And things will be totally different. Now, there was this guy who was working with the king. And sometimes when people get a little position, they be, their hearts are pumped out, puffed up, and filled with pride. So he answered the man of God. He said, even if God opens the windows of heaven, this thing cannot be. Now, there are some people you shouldn't dare them. More especially, don't dare God. Do you get it? Don't dare a man of God. Don't dare God. Hallelujah. He said, even if God opens the windows of heaven, this thing cannot happen. Then the man of God said to him, you, you will see it happening, but you will not eat of it. The famine will kill you. You wait and Okay, if you read further later on, 24 hours later, the famine was over, and this guy he didn't eat of it, he ended up dying. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. If I say things are getting better for you, believe it because it is getting better for you. Last Tuesday, I was here, I was preaching, and I prophesied, I said, This Sunday we will be 100 in Deban. We are seeing it practically with our eyes. So believe it. Amen. I went there on Friday. I told the shepherds, this Sunday you will all be standing. Then they said, eh, 
Where would I say you will stand at the back? Yeah, I went there on Friday. I told shepherds meeting. I told them, you will, this Sunday, you will all be standing at the back of the church. They just sent me a message. The shepherds have to stand. Yeah. God is God. And he's all powerful. Somebody say amen. I prophesy a 24-hour turnaround of events in your life. Now let's go on. The Bible says, And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here and die? For if we say, We shall go into the city. The famine is in the city. And we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we also die. Come now therefore, or come therefore now, and let us go, let us fall on the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. But if they kill us, die, we shall. And Bible says, and they arose in the twilight. To go upon the camp of the Syrians. And when they got to the uttermost part of the camp. Behold there was no man. For the Lord had caused the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots. The noise of horses. Even a great host. And they said one to another. Lo the king of Israel has hired against us. The kings of the Hittite and the kings of the Egyptians to come unto us. And Bible says, and they arose and in the twilight and they fled and left behind their tents, their horses, even the whole camp as it was. And they fled for their lives. And now when the lepers got to the uttermost part of the camp, they entered into one of the tents and did eat and drink. And they carried away silver, gold, and garments. And they went and hid it. And they came again. And they carried things and hid it. And went and hid it again. Here ends the reading of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Now this scripture tells us of something unique that happened in the Bible. And that is what I want to talk to us about. Bible says that in the famine, there were four leprous men. Now, back in the day, leprous men, leprosy was like HIV. Now, when you get leprosy in those days, they believed that it was contagious. So, and it had no cure. So, what they did was that they would ostracize you. They would send you away, out of the city. So you are not allow, allowed to mix with normal human beings. Do you get it? Yeah, that's why you must let us. Anyway, let's go for it. So these guys were actually not allowed to be in the city. So they were hungry where they were. And the farming was killing people. So one of them, I'm sure the dark one, he said to the others, you know something? We can't sit here. He asked, why sit we here till we die? He said to his neighbor, look, we are here. The conclusion is only one, we are going to die. 
Now, if your neighbor is not smiling, tell your neighbor, the pastor is looking too nice. You can't have a frown on your face. I mean, it's not allowed. So, check your neighbor's face. If the makeup is such that they can't smile, check the makeup and straighten the makeup. Make sure there's a smile on your neighbor's face. Smile. Hallelujah. I'm watching you. If you don't smile, I'm coming for you. Now, let's go on. Since we are all smiling now, I can see those who were not smiling. At least a few people have, they are not smiling yet, but they have at least relaxed their faces. So it's better than, you know, what you had at first. Yeah. Lipondo. Wow. Oh, really, Anne? Okay. Great. All right. What was I saying? No, before the smile. So they say, why should we sit here till we die? We have to do something about our, our lives. Many of us never stop to think of our situation and therefore make a decision that will move us forward. You are in a very bad relationship. He only uses you for cleaning and for sex. You are still not married to you. But you won't analyze and see that this relationship is going nowhere slowly. You won't. Today, that clock thing will not work, so advise yourself. <laughs> well, I've not even started preaching, and I have four points. I'm just getting into the word. I'll tell you when to start the forty. okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Analyze your life. Analyze the, the way you are going through school. And take a decision that will move you forward. Hallelujah. So they said, look, let's make a decision. Then one of them said, if we go into the city, the farming is in the city. So we will die there. If we sit here, we will still die. So since we are destined to die, so they analyzed their option. And they said, that, look, whatever happens, we are going to die. All die, they die. So, since we are going to die, rather, let's go and attack the army of the Syrians. Do you get it? Now, when we go there, our current two options, the conclusion is one. There's no chance of survival. But if we go onto the Syrians, either they will keep us alive. And if they keep us alive, we shall live. But if they kill us, then we die anyway. And seeing that we are destined to die, let's take a chance. Tell your neighbor, let's take a chance. I was, I was talking to a brother just a few days ago and you know, he's been moving with a sister for some time and I was asking him that. Look, it's been one year. What a guan. Tell your neighbor, what a guan. Yeah, what a guan, man. Big things are guan, man. So then I, he said to me, We are friends. I said, Wow, this friendship has been too long. And he said to me, I'm waiting to see if it's the will of God or not. 
Kabashataya. I, I, I said, brother, get to it. Get to it. Because me as far as I'm concerned, the girl is a correct girl. Yeah. I said, you know, since God chose a wife for Adam and Adam later bl- blamed God, God has stopped choosing people, wives for people. If he said, he that findeth a wife or findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. So you find a wife, then God, even if you have chose, chosen Jezebel, God will give you favor to survive the wife. Yeah. I wanted to tell the brother that look, all die be die. Just get to it. Tell your neighbor, just get to it. So the Bible says they decided, let's go on the Syrians. And they started to go to the camp of the Syrians. But the Bible says when they were going to the camp of the Syrians, the Lord made the Syrians to hear the noise of a mighty army coming towards them. Then they also had a meeting and they, they, they considered their chances. They said, look, the king of Israel, he has gone to call our enemies, his friends, that is the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Egypt. And they have come together and they are coming to attack us. So they advise each other that you know something? Let's save our lives. And they ran away. Not know it was just four lepers coming. So when these lepers got to the camp. The whole camp was empty. Bible says they went into one tent. They ate and they drank. When they were finished. And when they. Look when you are running you don't take anything. When you are on an aeroplane in an emergency. They advise you don't take anything. Just go. It's not now. It's a, my iPhone is in my hand luggage. Let me take it. You will die with your iPhone. And we will call on your iPhone to check if you are still dead. Yeah. Just don't take anything. So they ran away and they left everything. And these guys came and they looted everything. I see somebody running away so that you will end something. Now, what am I trying to talk to you about this morning? The title of my message is, Attempt Something for God. I said, Attempt Something Great for God. Attempt Something for God. Throughout our lives, all the things that we have done have been for ourselves. Yeah. Eating, you eat for yourself. You have gone to school, it's for yourself. You buy a car, it's for yourself. You marry, everything is for yourself. But our lives cannot end without us making an attempt. At least making an attempt to achieve something for God. To achieve something for God. Make an attempt. You have been in the church for some time. It's time to make an attempt to achieve something for God. As a church, we want to attempt 1,000 members for God. 1,000 members is not a small thing. But we want to attempt it. This is about, 
maybe 300, 270, what you see today is like that, around that number. Yeah. So imagine 1,000. 1,000 is upstairs is full. Everywhere is full. The pastor only, we advise the pastor, Mr. Pastor, you see, we made a stage for you, so stay on the stage. And we fill everywhere. And we preach and we cause an overflow downstairs and outside. If you don't come to church early, you watch on television. But it will be equally powerful. Yeah. Yeah, 1,000 members. Who will attempt it? It's not too much to ask for. Who will attempt it? Who will attempt having 200, 300 people on UK's attend campus? Yeah. Why not? Attempt something. Now, these lepers, they said, look, let's attempt something. If we die, we die. If you, you are successful, you are successful. If you are unsuccessful, you are unsuccessful. At least you made an effort. At least you made an effort. At least you made an effort. Nobody can blame you for not making an effort. When you do these arts, craft stuff, they give you marks for effort. Attempting it, trying it. God is watching us. You see, even in these our exams that we write, matric, although they've destroyed the matric and the grading systems to the worst, at least they give you 30% for showing up at the exam. Yeah, for just showing up. Attempting. You made an attempt on question one, you got it wrong. And question two also, you got it wrong. And question three, four, and five, and six, also, you got it wrong. Then seven, eight, nine, ten. You didn't get it right. So, so they give you something. There's, there's a teacher here. She says, we give you something for using your ink. Yeah. You just have to remember to write your name. Yeah. For effort. First 10 marks is for effort. That's why nobody gets level zero. Everybody at least. May you never get level one. May you never get level two. May you never get level three. May you never get level four. May you get five, six, and seven. If you believe it, say amen. Oh. The time for excellence has come. This type of report you bring home and level three, level three, that your mother is clapping for you, it's over. May I don't take three. You should tell my children, if you write an exam, you get a three, you will write it again. Even if it's Zulu, you will write it again. Because I don't pay half of the school fees. I pay the full school fees. Pastor, me, I thank God that I'm not your child. It's also powerful. Yeah. Hmm? You will write it again, you'll be shocked. Hmm? Where were we? Attempt something for God. Attempt to win a soul for God. Attempt to have a basenta for God. We are in the season where we are having basentes. A basenta is a small cell run by an ordinary church member. Attempt it. Say, I will do something. Pastor, go to your pastor. Some of you are from the branches. We want to have basentes in the branches. Look, let me explain to you the fear of the church. What is happening in the church is that this place is going to be the gathering center of the church. 
Okay? And we are going to have centers all over the place. Do you get it? What does a gathering center do? It hosts all the centers. So all the centers will come in here like the way we have come here this morning. Will come all the centers. Now what is a center? A center is a place where all bar centers gather at. So let me use say like let's say woodlands. So this is the gathering center. Or let me not even use woodlands. Let me use UKZT. This is the gathering center for Peter Marisbeck. UKZN is a center of Peter Marisbeck. And UKZN, we are planning to have 20, at least 20 bar centers in UKZN. Now, they will gather at the center, which is UKZN. Then, when we have our gathering service like this, they will come from UKZN from the center. So, the bar center leaders will gather their members and bring them to the center. Then, the center leader will gather them and bring them to the gathering center. This is the future of the church. This is the future of the church. Yeah, this is the future of the church. So, it's your time to flourish. Everybody under the sound of my voice can have a bar center. Hey, pastor, but me, I don't know how to talk. Hey, pastor, but I'm limited. Hey, pastor, but I can't breathe. Hey, pastor, but I can't do this. Hey, pastor, but I can't do that. Hey, pastor, listen, these guys, they were lepers. I'm on my second point. These guys, they were lepers. The first point is that attempt something great for God. Try it, at least try at least try something. And I believe that the season has come. Try something. You are able to gather people and take them for modeling. You can gather people and bring them to church. You are able to gather people and take them for shopping. You can gather people and bring them to church. Yeah. Yeah. You are able to gather people and say, let's go to the saloon. You should be able to gather people and bring them to church. Some of you are experts at gathering people to take them to funerals. You can still gather people and bring them to church. Somebody say amen. amen. All these things, they are not bad things. I'm just pointing out to you that the ability to do it is already there. It's not like, oh, when it comes to the church, I need a new ability. No. You know what I used to preach? When I was young, I used to talk to myself. So up there, then I'll be having a conversation. Me and myself. I talk to me, then, I, then, me, then me talks to me. Then we are talking. One day, my mother woke me up at dawn and said, look, the way when you are there, you are just talking, you know. Do, 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 do you understand? You, you know. I can't remember if you fell down when you were a baby, but this talking thing must stop. Little did my mother know that my gift was to just talk. That is what I'm using today. I just talk. All these scriptures, just talk. When I read them, they are like a conversation to me. So when I start to preach, it's like I'm having a conversation. Then I just start to talk. Then you look in the Bible, then you see that the talking is also in the Bible. That's it. Yeah. Where we were last Sunday, they were blown out. They couldn't believe it. 
And that Sunday, I preached morning, afternoon, evening, and we were fasting. It's like we were on a diet on the scriptures. So we used just a few scriptures, about maybe 78 scriptures, just a few. Just only small. Yeah, for three services, you need more scriptures, but let's just use something small. Yeah. So the things that you need, Abby, you already have it. Number two, I said, someone said, oh, I have this challenge. I have this limitation. These guys were lepers. They were lepers. Leprosy is, you see, it eats up your fingers, your toes. So instead of you having a full finger, you see, you have dwarfed, dwarf or diminutive fingers. Do you understand the word diminutive? Go and learn it tomorrow. I'll explain it. But dwarfed fingers, it's like they couldn't grow fully. Yes, diminutive, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, usually people don't, yeah, if you understand what I'm saying. And their toes don't grow, so they are limited in anything that you use your hands to do, they can't do. Anything that you use your leg to do, they can't do fully. Yeah. But yesterday they said, let us attack the army of the Syrians. Number two, there were only four of them. Can you that four people are attacked, even if they were able bodies? You see, even if you check in sports, even in our country, there are different groups. If you take our soccer team, we have Bafana, Bafana, Ama, Gites. Then we have Ama, Kroko, Kroko. Do you know Ama Croco Croco? Ah, that's the one, Oscar. Oscar. Pistorius belong to. Yeah. Yeah. Ebo bodies then Croco Croco. So can you imagine four Croco Crocos or four um, with no with with all due respect to everybody? It's not like I'm making a joke. I'm serious. Can you imagine four Paralympians attacking a whole army? That's how unbelievable it was. I'm sure the person who brought the idea that let us go and attack these guys. If we die, we die. If we live, we live. I'm sure the others were thinking, hey, this guy has faith. Wow. Does he think that we can't even hold a sword? We should attack these guys. It's the same way that when you look at yourself, prudence say, How can I have 10 people following me in a bar center? It's a, it's a legitimate question. But that shouldn't stop you from attempting. Because when these guys attempted, the Bible says, God came in. Many things are happening in your life until you make an attempt. God will not come into your situation. But when you make an attempt, then God will come into your stage. Yeah. When you make an attempt, so if, if I pay my tithe, I'll be so broke, I can't do this. I can't. Make an attempt. Then you will see God's intervention in your life. Make an attempt. Dive into the water. Then God will send somebody to come and save you. They said, let's, let's do it. In spite of our hindrance. And when they attempt, the Bible says, and the Lord calls the Syrians. James, 
There's a free chair here. Just bring him here. Let him come close to God. Okay, he wants to be at. Uh huh. Hey, hypo. Foreign tone. Make an attempt and God will come into it. Rise up and say, I want to achieve something. In Woodlands, I want to achieve something for God. In Popomeni, I want to achieve something for God. In Sweetwaters, I want to achieve something for God. In France, I want to achieve something for God. Here in the center, I want to achieve something for God. When you rise up and you start to do something, then God will intervene in your situation. Denise and Gugu, you seem to be far in one corner. Rise up and say, look, we won't come with our car empty again. Anytime we come, there are three spaces behind it to be filled. Rise up and do it. You will see God will intervene. Yeah, rise up. Rise up. In spite of all your challenges, as soon as you make an attempt, God comes in the situation and says, let me help. Let me help. Let me help. Let me help. What we are doing in Deban is just an attempt. The type of people I took with me to Deban, if it's not me, I'm sure some of you would have laughed. Yet when I selected the people I'm going with to Deban, because I took two able bodies, then I took two amacrococrocos. My wife asked me, eh? I said, eh? She said, eh? Again, I said, eh? Now, those amacrococrocos, we call them human traffickers. Yeah, human traffickers. That's what we call them. Because when they come, they just, they just come. They, when they are coming, they are always laughing. <laughs> then they pack. Then people will come out of the car. Then they will go and show them the church. Then they will go again. Then, on a Sunday morning, they can go and come six, eight times. Kafu, 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 kafu. The armor croco crocos. Not the, the bafana bafana, the croco crocos. So you too, rise up, Johnny. Rise up and say, look, I'm going to do something. Your name has now been changed to Peter. Do you know who Peter is? Rise up and do something for God. The same for you, Johnny. Look, and when I say do something, I'm happy about those who sing. I'm actually going to launch a new group. That group will blow everybody and we watch the space. New group of singers, you will see it, watch the space. I enjoy singing very much. Enjoy music. As you were preparing to come to church, I was watching music videos. Various worship videos, I was just watching and enjoying their singing. But I'm talking about human beings. Human beings, carrying human beings, gathering human beings and mobilize. You can mobilize your roommates to church. Yeah, your room, you, your church can grow in your room. Your bar center can grow in your room. You have four, four roommates. You say, all of you, in the name of Jesus, you will go. You pray in the room and lay, when they are not there, you lay hands on their beds and on their pillows. May it be filled with the spirit of God. When they put their head on it, may the Holy Spirit speak to them. May they have a good dream that will bring them to church. May they have a bad dream that will bring them to church. Yeah. 
Yeah. May they have a lion chasing them and then they will run and come to church. My God. Especially the stubborn ones. You think it's a joke? Eh? Our brothers are bombing buildings to get us to follow their, their God. You are sitting there and saying, If you had seen the World Trade Center before it was broken down, you will understand what I'm saying. It's not, a, it's not like they broke down um, Derrick Hall or. No, no, no. I'm talking about a building that has 110 floors. When you are on top of the building, when you look down at the cars and the buses, they look like toys, toys that you can just stretch your hand. How many of you have watched this type of Godzilla, King Kong? You see the way he's taller than all the New York buildings and you'll be stepping on them. That's how you see the, the cars down. That's what they broke down, two of them down. Like that. Just to get people to follow their God. You are saying we should just, you know, please if you want to come to church, you can't come but. You know, my church, even we don't close very early. So, if you can't come today, maybe next week, or even when you come to final year, you can come on your day of graduation, okay? Huh? People are going to hell. People are going to hell. We have to think straight and act fast. Think straight and do what? Act fast. When you do, then God will magnify you. God will magnify your effort. And the Bible says when they got to the tent, to their surprise, there was nobody. And they said to each other, let us enter into this tent. It looks like there was a rich man living in this tent. And they went into the tent. And they ate. And they drank. They ate till they had a pot belly. And they drank. And when they were they had finished eating and drinking. Bible says they gathered together silver, gold, and garment or raiment. As we attempt something for God, God has silver, gold, and raiment for us. Yeah. Some of you, your financial problems will come to an end when you start getting serious with the work of God. I'm talking about ordinary people. Say, hey, but this thing you are talking is for the pastors. It's not for the pastors. These guys, they were not even allowed to be in the church. They were at the gate. And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate. They were not even allowed to be inside the city. But as you do it, Bible says, at the end, they had gold, silver, and raiment. You have worn oversized suits for too long. It's time to start doing something for God so that God will change your wardrobe. Either it's too big or too small. I was somewhere and I was was wearing a shirt, I think a short sleeve shirt, you know, those Daniel Hatcher shirts and it's written on it DH. Then somebody saw me and said, eh, have you customized your shirts? So I was wondering what the person was because my name is Daniel Harley DH. You know, <laughs> the person said, "Have you customized your shirts?" Then he, then I was like, so then he looked at it. Then I look at it. So that's also not a bad idea. 
Yeah. One day I shook hands with a great man of God. When he shook my hands, I saw on his shirt his name written on his shirt like that. I said, Wow. One day I must wear a shirt like this. And that time is coming soon. I'll even say that time is now because Daniel Hatcher has already made it for me. If we work for God and we build the church, the things that will come, there's victory on our way. The things that will come, you'll be surprised. Some of you will now have a full, a full life because of the presence of people in your life. Yeah. You will see how empty your life. I mean, now you think you're having a good time. Why? Because, I mean, you can get a dress, one dress a month. You can do this, do that. A few things that you can do. So you feel that life is full. You are living the life. But I came to tell you, there's a better life than this one. Anything you have, it could have been better. If you are at level 9, there's level 10. If you are at level 10, there's 11. Yeah. It could have been better. It can always be better. Yeah. As the Nigerians say, things go better. Yeah, things go better. Yeah. You can see that this is the pinnacle of your life. You can't say that. You cannot say that. When you are still living in a rented house. I said when you are still paying a bond. Because living in a rented house and paying a bond is the same thing. You, are, you still don't own the, house, own the house. Because the papers are not yet in your name. And by the way, 52% of houses that are given on bonds are repossessed. Statistically speaking. I said, so half of the people who buy houses on a bond lose the house. So it's no guarantee. I've been paying for seven and a half years. I mean, there's no guarantee. Unless God intervenes, there's no guarantee. I preached somewhere after I finished preaching. I said, I said, many of the houses that are bought on bonds, they are later repossessed. Then after the service, a girl in the church, she came to see, said, Pastor, I work for FNB. I said, okay, so what has that got to do with me on this Sunday afternoon? Then she said, I work at the department that we repossess houses. I said, really? You have a whole department for it? She said, yes. And she told me 52% of the house. They give us a bonus when we repossess. So 52, it's just like insurance. If you claim they don't pay, they give them a bonus. Yeah. That's why you always have to be up to date. Because somebody is just looking for a loophole to make sure that your claim doesn't go through. Both health and house, any type of insurance. So she told me 52% will repossess them. Usually we possess around 14 years that time. So you have been enjoying it. Your children have been going up and down. They have been doing Come out. By that time, you have paid for the house twice already. You are left with the third one to own the house. And what they give you back cannot buy you a house. Life can be better. Life can be better. Let us seek God's kingdom. Let us help to build God's house. And when we do that, God will intervene in our lives. And God will make our lives better. Yeah. Make our lives better. In closing, Pastor, how are we going to do this thing? Paul said to Timothy, he had written a lot of things to Timothy. And he said to Timothy, he said to him, 1 Timothy 5.14 says, meditate on these things. 
Think about this thing. Think about what you have heard. And give yourself wholly to it. That thy profiting may appear unto all. If there's anything you need to do about what I said, think about it. Meditate on it. Think deeply about it. After you have thought about it, it's, it's not good enough to hear and to say amen. But think about it. After you have thought about it, give yourself to it. That is, do it. Give thyself whole. And don't do it half-heartedly or haphazardly. Anything you do haphazardly, you don't get any results from it. Yeah, you don't get any proper results from it. Give yourself completely to it. And when you do that, your profiting, your victory, your success, your well-doing will appear and everybody will see. There's somebody here in the next two months, you will arrive in the church and there will be 20 people following you. Today you have nobody following you to church. But two months from today, I prophesy to you, if you give yourself wholly to this thing, you arrive in church on Sunday with a taxi full of people following you. One of the testimonies we had recently, a guy came to church. When he came to church, they invited him to. Now, this guy, he had promised he would never go to church before again, even if it's a funeral, if it's a wedding. Once it's inside a church building, he will never go. And then one day, somebody invited him to church. And to his surprise, he said the first miracle was that he accepted to go for the service. Which surprised he himself because he had vowed that he would never enter a church again. Then when he entered the church, to his surprise, there was somebody doing the projector. Two people doing praise and worship and the pastor. And the guy, no, there there were two people doing the praise and worship. The pastor... Then the person who invited him, when he got there, he went to the project and there was one person playing the keyboard. And that was the church. And he alone was the church member. <laughs> Can you imagine coming to church, this whole place, and it's only, it's only a stand up, like, you are a good example. So like, this is the church. The pastor is preaching to only this guy. This guy is playing keyboard. Joel is doing projector at the back and two prison worship leaders, these two guys, they are the prison. That's the whole church. He said, as he stood there, he was wondering, okay, maybe they have come early. There are more people coming or something. They did the whole church and the church ended. He was the only one. And he gave his life to Christ. When he was going, he told the pastor, he said, pastor, Next week, I'm going to invite some people to church. So, I think we will need some chairs. But the pastor didn't really take him seriously. The next week when he was coming to church, he formed a group on Facebook. The next week when he was coming to church, he stood by the door. He started to usher the people he had brought to church in. 35! 35! He doesn't even know John 3.16. No, no. 35! He just oh, the pastor was surprised. One man, 35. A student, 35. You can do better. Yeah. I say you can do better. Yeah. You and I can do better. Church of God, I want to encourage all of us. Let us attempt something for God. 
I'm coming to join you in France. You say you need help in France. I'm coming to help you. Me and you will be in France. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm telling you. Let us attempt something for God. So, those of you from France, from today I'm your pastor. I'm telling you in advance. Coming to join you in France there. You will see. You give me like two weeks to just put my house in order. Then you will see. I'll be there. Yeah, me and you. France for Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, Pastor Bata. Yes, that's it. That's it. Let us attempt something for God. As we attempt something for God, then God's heart gets filled. Your life will also get filled. I see somebody's life overflowing because God is preparing a table before you amidst your enemies. Your cup is about to run over as we attempt something for God. Stand to your feet. Let's pray for ourselves shortly and say, Lord, if you can use anything, use me. 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 If you can use anything, Lord, use me. 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 Use me, use me, use me. Lift your voice, just pray. Forget about everybody. Just concentrate on God. Say, use me. If you can use anything, Lord, use me, use me. Use me, use us, Lord, use us. We want to attempt something for you. We want to attempt something for you. Use us. Use us, use us, use us, use us, use us, use us. Take my hands and my feet, touch my heart. Speak through me if you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. God, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lift your hands, let us pray. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, if you know the song, let's sing it together one more time. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord. You can use me If you can use anything You can use me Take my hands, Lord, and my feet Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me If you can use anything You can use me, Father 
Behold every hand that is lifted this morning. We say, if you can use anything, you can use us. We surrender to your will and to your instruction. Use us to attempt something for you, Lord. We give you glory. Help us to overcome ourselves. Help us to overcome our challenges. Help us to overcome our faithlessness. Help us to overcome our unbelief. And let us do something for you. Let somebody be saved because of us. Let somebody join the kingdom because of us. Let somebody join the church because of us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you glory. We give you praise. As we do our best for you, your word declares that we should seek you first and your righteousness. And all things, other things, will be added to us. May these things be added to us speedily in the name of Jesus. Let us say like these four lepers, if we die, we die. But if we live, then we live. And let us attempt something for you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. Finally, you are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Or maybe you've just been coming. But in your heart, you know that if you were to die today, you will not go to heaven. If you are there, if you are here like that, I want to pray for you. Because Bible says God loved the world. Now, even this was not said by anybody, it was said by Jesus himself. He said, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, I don't want to perish. To perish means to go to hell. But I want to have everlasting life, which is to go to heaven. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to have everlasting life. Every eye closed and every head bowed. With every eye closed, please. And every head back. Close your eyes over there. You over there. Close your eyes. Thank you. Close eyes. Every eye closed, every head bowed. And say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to, I want to go to heaven. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand quietly in your seat. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven. When I die, lift. Don't be shy. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. You are the only one looking around. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to perish. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift it up your hand. Come to me in the front. I'll pray with you quickly. You lift it up. My sister over there, come to me. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to Jesus. Give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. 
would share this prayer with you say dear Lord Jesus I come to you today just as I am please forgive me of all my sins I receive you as my Lord and my Savior please write my name in the book of life dear Jesus from today I am born again I will love you I will serve you for the rest of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen father thank you for all these ones bless them keep them use them fill them with your spirit to your glory in Jesus name amen now look at me y'all you see these two ladies over there they want to give you yeah you can see them eh? yeah they're, they're, they're this one and the other one yes they have something wonderful for you so that's why a second or two just go with them quickly and then we will they will give you something and you will come back okay give me a handshake as you go give me a handshake as you go let's go How many of you have enjoyed the word of God? And you will do something with the word of God. Clap your hands for the last time for Jesus. And you may be seated in the presence of God. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street. Peter Maritzburg or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.